0: Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theatre nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. My name is Avery Malosh, and I will be your Dungeon Master for tonight's session of Dungeons and Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. So, uh, everyone traveled to Deadwell, where they discovered Girid's raven, Mimic, being held by a living tree, and to make a long story short, the tree had a very bad memory, and just wanted to make friends with people, because he's so lonely in this dead forest, so Velvet <laughs> made some furry friends for him to replace Mimic, but you guys left on pretty bad terms with the tree, and he hates you, and he was cursing you verbally, <laughs> and, uh, Ugh, in so case sad. you're wondering, he hates you so lividly after those animals disappeared, oh, you no. have no idea that <laughs> there's not
1: a... <laughs> But there's
0: not a damn thing he could do about it because he is a tree. <laughs> I'm
1: so sad. He's one of my favorite NPCs. He was so funny.
2: He was awful. <laughs>
0: Fuck that guy.
1: Will <laughs> <laughs> teach their own.
0: <laughs> so following following Mimic, you guys made your way to Deadwell, and he led you to the Watchtower in Deadwell. And in the Watchtower, you found Giriad tied up in a spider's web. Uh, Velvet successfully got him down, cutting down, turning invisible. And uh, you got out of there safely after fighting with a giant spider, which went pretty well. It was a pretty simple fight for you guys. No hmm. sweats. Uh, then we had... Three sessions later, you headed into actual Deadwell, making your way through the common area, where you got some interesting bottled drinks. um, (laughs) And then they made your way to the Hall of Artifacts, which was largely destroyed. But Velvet, I think you found a scroll of lightning bolt or something like that. And I I I can't remember if you held on to it or if you gave it to somebody else. I gave it to Um, Bree. Bree, okay. That was it. And then uh, Gary had found some silver-tipped arrows. That was the most excitement there. Hmm. Uh, at some point, I can't remember when, but I had this note that Brie had a conversation with Velvet asking him if, him if he liked her because he kissed her in the cave like way back when you guys were saving Nelly. Oh, totally. um, and Velvet was like, oh, oh, no, no, no. That was... Uh, it's kind of who he is. It's in his nature. He kisses everybody. Yeah, hilarious. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys went to the Hall of Magic where you fought a living plant called a shambling mound, but you managed to terrify the fuck out of it, and it just kept running away from you guys. So you ended up just kind of leaving because yeah. you saw an opening. So that was cool. You made your way to the catacombs, where you saw a bunch of spirits with unfinished business, some cuckolds, some lizard folk eating themselves, and finally you found Giriad's father's spirit. His father's name is Seetherd. Uh, Giriad and him, well, well, mostly his father, spoke to him uh, about what happened in Ildichester before Giriad was made an outcast and how his father was killed. Uh, the main points being the king had fallen to greed and he had a strange dwarf influencing his mind and sort of coursing him into wanting to raise this ancient dragon that lives under the mountains, uh, dead or alive, you're not sure. But uh, the hope is to bring him up and to control him. Um, Also, that Geard's magic derives from his mother, who left when he was very, very young. Uh, You made it into the Hall of the Gods, which was very dark and made of marble, and all destroyed except for one statue of Leviatar, the goddess of pain, and came to a locked door that led to the Hall of Heroes, which Sai unlocked with a knock spell, And then you came across a magical force field, which then Bree dispelled with Dispel Magic, all just in time before a bone devil came down from the ceiling and tried to murder you guys, but you ran through and managed to close the door on it without having to fight again.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) There, you met Vardis, the Champion of the Great War, uh, an elf somewhere between a boy and a man. He explained how he stayed on Valendia after he died to protect and watch over the shard until others showed up to take it away from him, essentially. Um, He also brought up some things about Lena and (laughs) a darkness within her that Lena was not too keen to speak about at all. And uh, I'm sure you guys will have some conversations about that. He presented to you guys your second shard, yellow in color. Uh, You guys decided not to leave yet though, you wanted to quickly make your way around the rest of Deadwell to see what's up. You went to the treasury and uh Lena ended up finding a silvered axe of the ram. So a bit of a boost to her combat. Mm -hmm. And Velvet found and took the goblet of greatest inconvenience. (laughs) Um He's not sure exactly what it does yet, (laughs) only that it will greatly inconvenience him at some point. Um, You pressed on to the library where Sai found a powerful magic manual of some kind, Mm -hmm. but cannot read it yet because he is not a strong enough wizard. So that'll be something for the future for him to work on. Yeah. Um, And you guys were presented with the choice. You could travel toward Ildichester, toward the urgent situation happening there. Or you could travel north to continue traveling to Vardis's tomb, where, you know, the scroll of the ritual you need is placed. Uh, Girion obviously wanted to go to Ilchester, the rest of you wanted to go to get the ritual, and in the end, Giriad agreed to go get the ritual with you guys. Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Uh, so without uh, further ado-do-do, do, I guess we'll uh, launch into tonight's session, everybody. Hell Woo-hoo!
2: yeah.
3: Woo-hoo! woo Woo! Woo! <laughs> woo!
0: You instantly and magnificently appear on a small green hill. The hill has tall, soft grass, and you find yourself under the shade of a single willow tree standing tall and wide upon the hill. As you part its vines to look onto the surrounding landscape, you see the hill is hugged on either side by two rivers racing from the sea toward the Kingdom of Bidens, further in the distance to the west. To the north, you can see the tree line of an intensely dark green and thick woods, which slowly is swallowed by a fog cloud hanging over it and reaching toward the skyline. It is currently mid-afternoon, leaning more towards supper time, and a gentle breeze warms you. What would you like to do?
4: Girid is out hunting, then. He is looking for, let's say, elk.
1: Nice. So we'll make camp here. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Velvet's, uh, I feel like Velvet's probably, like, he's got his legs up in the cart, and he's like, well, I am exhausted. Sitting down really poops you out, so I could take a few Z's I think, folks.
1: Wait, we don't have the cart anymore, do we? We, like, teleported.
2: (laughs) Oh, fuck, we did. Okay, never mind. He's just laying (laughs) on the grass then. He's just, (laughs) I'm gonna redo that. Velvet is sprawled out on the grass going, nothing makes you more tired than a good teleporting session, am I right?
5: (laughs) (laughs) And Sai is uh, kind of studying his new um, spell, uh, ring of spell storing, and he's kind of loading it up with some spells.
1: Lena's going to go out into the forest and collect firewood because she knows that Garriott is out hunting, and she wanted to have some time by herself anyway, so she's like, I'll be back, and then just leaves. <laughs> so
6: Bree is looking around to see if there are any edible plants or berries that they can use for their meal also.
0: Wow, this turned into like a whole like survival camp making thing. Yeah, yep. <laughs> what, an, what right. an immediate unexpected turn!
1: Screw <laughs> <laughs> your plans, uh, you neighbor. The whole dinner scene thing. Right? Yeah, no, that's
0: that's true. That's true. I uh, I did set <laughs> no, that up. No, for the so, whole
1: session. It's just gonna be the whole session. So it's gonna be this. <laughs> How do you prepare the elk? Well,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> lightly braised
5: with um, a little wine-glaze sauce.
0: <laughs> Garida, uh, I'd assume you'd have no issues finding elk, uh, a flock of them going around. So you don't even have to roll for anything. It's its in your nature to be good at this. So you do find and manage to shoot one down. So you do have some meat.
4: Oh, excellent. All right. I'm just going to pick it up and haul it back.
0: All right. Brie as well. Um, I don't know if foraging is necessarily your forte, so... I mean, you did live in the woods alone with, um, oh my god, with, uh, Verna, thank you.
6: (laughs) And I have an herbalism kit, so I'm familiar with herbs and some different plants.
0: Oh yeah, okay, so no sweat then. You managed to find some nice berries that you know for certain will not kill you.
6: Okay, good. Uh,
0: Lena, on the other hand, can you roll survival for me?
1: (laughs) Great, great. So excited for this. Oh, good. Um that's a 14 (laughs) 14 yeah okay so
0: no no sweat you go for a bit of a walk in the wood and using your very sharp recently gained ram uh, axe of the ram you manage to chop some dry wood effortlessly and you have a bundle
1: nice she brings it back to the group that's my word picture I've painted (laughs) <laughs>
2: as you come back, Velvet looks at the hall and goes, "So I think we can make an au jus with what you brought back, because I could really use a good dip sandwich, you know what I'm saying? Elk dipped in, mmm, yummy. No? Oh, that does sound good. Mm. That, right, side, Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he kind of pats his belly a little bit.
4: Mm. So um, as I uh, come back, I drop the elk, like, right next to Velvet. Oh, baby. <laughs> Not really paying oh, attention. Oh, he looks
2: so cute, though. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs>
1: Lena immediately comes, drops the bundle of wood, sees the elk and goes, nice, and immediately wanting to use her axe, just chops its head off right in front of Velvet. Oh, Oh my God.
2: This time, Velvet having seen so many fucked up things, um, his face face turns green and you can see like the vomit like chipmunk in his mouth and then he just swallows it down and goes, okay. Lena
1: pats his back and says, nice, you're getting better. And then goes and sits down and just starts sharpening her new axe.
2: I think I'm just getting more desensitized to the common fucking violence amongst my (laughs) new friends. (laughs) Um,
4: We must eat for sustenance and then I'm going to start stabbing into the uh, elk and just start carving... (laughs) Like, uh, skinning it to the, get the
2: properties. (laughs) Okay, yeah, Velvet can't handle any of this, so he's gonna, he's gonna just walk away and go, you know what, call me when it's in food form. And, um, Avery, you said that there is a forest with kind of clouds and mist hovering above it, right, that we can see in the distance? Oh, yeah. Yeah? So, Velvet's gonna make his way to, like, kind of the the edge of this hill that we're on, um, and look at it, because I feel like can 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 I kind of like? Do I recognize this specific forest?
0: You do. Uh, you you know for certain that is the Elysian Forest. That. Um, that you came from, essentially, uh, when you made your way out of the Fey.
2: Exactly. So I'm kind of looking out there as like uh, he almost feels like the the pull of of home or like you know like your your vacation home that you feel so so attached to, and he's kind of just looking out um, and just just taking in all the memories as they shred this fucking elk apart because he can't watch. Cause he definitely <laughs> named it El- He named it Elky, and it just hurts too much.
0: And uh, the rest of you?
1: Uh, As she's sharpening her axe She turns to the group and says So what now? We eat? After eating Oh, right (laughs) (laughs) She didn't mean it to be rude She's just continuing the conversation
2: (laughs) Velvet hears that and he goes I think our answers lie there And he points towards the forest Why? Why? Because that's the entrance to my home away from home.
1: But I thought we were. Is that in the direction we need to go?
2: Yes. Right? I know. Yes, Yes. Yes, it is. I I thought so. She's making me second guess myself. Yeah. I'm like, like, no, it's. uh, Yes, it's. Yeah, dead through that forest. I think we'll find what we're looking for. And. Uh, Not to brag, but I do know my way around that forest pretty friggin' well.
6: (laughs) Telepathically, Bree asks Velvet, what can you tell us about the forest? What can we expect going into Mm -hmm. there?
2: Well, I can tell you less about the forest itself and more what's inside. The entrance to the Wilds, of course.
1: Huh. Never been.
2: Oh. Oh, it is a place of... Oh, ecstasy doesn't even encompass the word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there we'll is ecstasy there, but it's, it's, it's even more than that, right? It's, it's a place where the satyrs frolic, and orgies are plenty, and wine is like water, and the air is like candy.
1: So besides your stuff that you enjoy, no judgment, what should we be concerned about?
2: <laughs> oh, you mean like, what else is going on besides all the cool stuff? Yeah,
1: like more, mm-hmm. I don't want to say important, but just the stuff that's going to affect us.
2: First of all, rude. Second of all, uh, so the thing <laughs> about the Feywilds Wilds is, time passes very slowly there. I, that's why I look so good, <laughs> but uh, it passes very slowly, and it's, it's kind of ruled by two queens, and uh, one is ah, I love her. She's great. Her name is. One second. <laughs> I, I, I sent to... Eric some notes before, the, oh, the, oh, right okay. before the session. <laughs> Her name is Queen Tatiana and she is, oh, slay queen. She's just wonderful. And her summer court is a place of wild flowers and beautiful uh, bodacious humans and all sorts of animals. Oh, it's <laughs> wonderful. And then, of course, the winter court, which is Queen Mab. And, uh, like, cold's not really my thing. I'm kind of a grower, not a shower, so I just stay, stayed away from the whole winter court thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the, as you call it the more important stuff," he says
0: in quotation marks.
1: <laughs> Lena just kind of smiles and just looks down and starts sharpening her axe again.
0: Yeah, t- to add to that context, like beings from the Summer Court very rarely, if ever, travel to the Winter Court, and vice versa. They're mm. very, they're very. There's it's a clear boundary between the two and its inhabitants.
1: So obviously, okay. our entrance is into the summer section. Yeah, right? is that where we are at in the map?
2: Velvet would know that it opens up in the middle, right, Avery? I assume that, looking like looking at the map, it connects to that center, that central aisle, or no?
0: When you guys enter uh, the Feywilds? yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, no, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Oh. It doesn't. It, it, you would be entering from the outer perimeter of forest.
2: Okay. Okay, but from okay. but from the summer side, right? Yeah.
0: Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I,
2: I assume that because Velvet has taken this passage, he would know at least yeah. Where, yeah. where it would exit yeah so he goes yeah so this specific entrance should take us into the summer side which is ah, oh, so much better you don't even want to deal with the winter side I hear it sucks haven't been but here it sucks
1: oh. <laughs> well it looks like you're a navigator velvet don't oh
2: you are all so fucked
1: <laughs> okay uh, um. uh, <laughs>
2: And he just starts playing his lyre, um, as... He's like, oh, don't worry, I'll provide the dinner performances. Oh, uh, can, do, do I take any requests? He looks at sigh Anything? Anything? What do you oh, want to hear? Oh, uh,
5: um, name one of your songs, I can't remember your songs.
2: <laughs> uh, you know what? The, the second, first, or third song cycle. Just pick a number.
5: Uh... You know
2: I like the second one. Oh, the second one. one. Yes, of course. Velvet all over me and me all over you. Great. Oh, yes. So uh, let me pick the third song from that cycle, which I believe is called Stream of Love, Creek Mm. of Fun. Okay, here we go, folks.
1: Lena immediately gets up and goes, not trying to be mean, I'm just going to grab some more firewood. And she goes back into the woods.
2: It's (laughs) the stream of
6: love creek of fun. Size tapping his foot along. <laughs> Bree's actually going to follow Lena into the woods. Oh, God. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so Velvet begins doing a beautiful performance of his song that I already forget the title of, I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> Stream of
0: love, creek of fun. TM. <laughs> and Lena, you begin making your way back into the woods where you found the original firewood, the nice dry wood. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty open hillside, so you do notice Bree is following you about 50 feet back.
1: <laughs> Lena mentally goes, well, OK, I'm going to have to talk to Theo later. Um, <laughs>
6: <laughs> Telepathically, Bree asks Lena, do you need some help? I thought I could help with the firewood.
1: Sure, yeah, if you want to. And she takes like the smallest stick <laughs> and just hands it to her. here you go great okay
6: verbally Bree says to Lena I'm not going to stay here too long I know you probably don't want to hang around Um, with us too much after what they said in the cave
1: um nope no I'm good I'm good I'm just trying to move past it and she like starts just picking up more wood
6: I just wanted to say that whatever's going on I know you're a good person and I know you're going to do the right thing
1: She stands up slowly and turns around to face Bree and gives like a half smile and goes, Oh, thanks. I appreciate you saying that.
6: Well, you've done a lot to help us and that means a lot.
1: She just kind of nods.
6: Bree just picks up some more pieces of firewood, nods at her and starts heading back to the camp. Hey, Bree. Yeah? Yeah.
1: You're a, you're a much better person than I am. You're, you're a very good person.
6: Um, thank you. But I think you underestimate yourself sometimes.
1: Maybe, but uh, you're very good. I, uh, it's nice having you around. And you're a lot quieter than Velvet. And she just kind of gives like a little (laughs) chuckle and smiles at her.
6: Bree smiles too. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot getting used to being around all these people and talking.
1: So much noise, right? It, it's so much. It's so much noise.
6: It was much quieter when it was just me and Verna back at our house. It
1: was much. It was much quieter when it was just me, and and me, and me. <laughs> and she just smiles and picks up the rest of the wood and says, "Okay, let's go. Uh, let's go face the music, shall we?" <laughs> And she walks back beside her.
0: All right. So you guys end up coming back with some more firewood. That actually went not the way I thought it was going to go. Either. Me neither. I was pleasantly, <laughs> yeah, wow. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Bree is such a good person. I know, right? Yeah.
2: I feel like just as they get back, he's on to like verse nine. And, 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 and as he's doing
5: that, size casting prestidigitation and having these like like threads of almost like smoke kind of thing, and ending in little sparks, kind of along with the mm. stream of
1: what do they call it? Stream of love, kind of stream along of along love, creek of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lena looks at Giriad to see how he's taking all of this. She's like watching from the sidelines. It just like entered into the clearing. So, yeah.
4: Giriad is um staring at uh, velvet with a skewer of meat in his hand, like blank faced, because that is Giriad's stare, and just eating. <laughs> and and he's kind of nodding a little bit. You can almost feel like he's that's his dancing. He's dancing hardcore right there by nodding. <laughs>
1: okay. well, Lena leans down to Bree and goes, Hey, do you think uh do you think Giriad's enjoying it or just being nice?
6: You know, after when I saw their performance in town when they were causing the distraction he might be enjoying it.
2: Hmm. And with a flourish, he goes, uh, "Stream of love, creak of flow, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And yeah, splash!"
5: And splash! He creates this big explosion <laughs> of sparks.
2: Oh, sai I love you. He like hugs sai around the legs because oh. he can't reach the top of si. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Pats him on the back. <laughs> oh, that was great. Who's hungry? Oh, look at Elkie is now oh. in food form. Perfect timing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the sun is beginning to truly set over the hillside, uh, casting a beautiful orange, red, and purple glow in the sky. It's very scenic atop the hill. Hmm.
1: So I take it we're waiting till morning, and then we'll we'll venture into the Wilds.
6: Mm, probably a good idea.
4: It is, it is best to wait until we have
2: most sunlight as possible.
6: I agree. Yes. It might be nice to get a good night's rest, also. Mm. It's
2: true. Oh, yes. yeah, we haven't slept since those beds a little while ago, eh? I'm pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> those yeah. beds yeah. a little yeah. while ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess there is one more thing I should add about the Wilds. I, uh, I didn't really think, but now that I'm eating, ooh, got some brain activity again. Mm.
3: I have What's heard that, that there
2: is a place beyond the Winter Court. Mm. And... It's called the Far Gate. I I don't know what it's about. Don't know if it's a gate. Don't know if it's a rumor. Don't know anything about it. But I do know that there's something called the Far Gate. You're welcome, folks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Did I encompass that Um, well, Avery? Just like as like a pause in case you needed me to add anything or was that good? Nailed it. They nailed it? Okay, yeah. <laughs> and he just, he just takes a big bite of the skewer and goes, Any questions? So
0: would I know anything about can I roll for that at all? Uh can to know anything? Uh truthfully, no, okay. because the Fargate is something that is even little known to the fey creatures that live there. Oh, okay. Even okay, creatures cool. of the winter court. It's uh there's a reason for that, but none of you um would actually know about the Fargate. Perfect, okay.
2: My I, I, I have to make a proposition. Listen, if we enter these woods and enter the Fay wilds, I believe that I've never been to the winter side, but we are going somewhere that's like a little frigidy cold. So mm. if if that if the wood entrance connects to the summer um, court, I wonder if the winter court connects to the northern part of Valendia. It could be like a shortcut.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm velvet. Don't get me
2: wrong, it's totally selfish. I'd love to see all of my Seder friends and maybe jump in like mm, an orgy or two. You're all welcome. It's great. Uh Mm. but it could also be a shortcut.
1: Giriad, what do you think?
2: I agree with the little one. Okay. Thanks, buddy. He like high fives him. Always got your back too.
1: (laughs) All right, well I like your singing. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, oh, oh he, he blushes and like tickles Giri on the tummy Woo-hoo, love you aww <laughs> mm-hmm. I love you all you're all really growing on me you know um. <laughs> he looks at Lena and he goes we got work to do but he looks at everyone else and he goes yeah you know what I, I really like you we like you too Velvet oh shucks so I'm thinking Velvet to- and the Kinkies could be our title yeah
6: uh, Are all of your suggestions going to involve your name coming first?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that would be weird. if I wouldn't, <laughs> right?
1: Uh, I think I'm gonna go over there and just kind of relax before nightfall. It's been a, it's been a lot. I'm gonna just prepare my brain mentally for the, the the, the forest.
2: I call first watch. I don't like being woken up mid-sleep. It really puts bags under my eyes.
4: I will keep watch. Mm. And I, uh, Giriad goes to climb a tree.
1: <laughs> Lena's like, I'll go after Giriad, and then leans against a tree farther away from everyone and just kind of sits there.
3: Hmm. Okay. How
1: about if I take the last watch?
5: I'll get up early anyway and do my knee bends.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Bree, I guess you're off the hook. Have
6: a good sleep. If you need anything, just wake me up,
2: Bree. You want to take my watch? Um. <laughs> um oh, okay. Thanks, doll. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bree,
6: you're the most familiar with the Faye Wilds and what we may be getting into, so we want you at your best mental capacity.
2: That is exactly my thought. He summons his Lehman's tidy hut and he just goes, Well, good night, everybody, and just runs in. <laughs> wow.
1: Hey, Brie. <laughs> hey, hey Brie. Yeah? Ex- this is a perfect example of why you're the best person.
6: <laughs> Brie just kind of shakes <laughs> her head and smiles.
1: Lena just gets <laughs> out her sketchbook and chills.
5: So, what, what time is it now? Is it kind of. How are we kind of past dinner and head towards bed, or is there still some time left, Avery?
0: Uh, there's still a little time left if you want, um, but the mm. sky is dark and it is uh, the beginning of night.
5: Yeah, um, Sai is gonna start making his his bed because he has to get some sleep before he has to wake up early for the last watch, whatever that is, fourth watch. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get in those knee uh, bends. Nor-
0: normally, there's actually only three watches, but like three watches. That is cool.
1: Okay. Uh, whatever it It was was. i I couldn't keep track okay the last one gets up as the sun is rising
7: (laughs) and now a word from our sponsor antonino's pizza
8: Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta, we don't offer wings, we don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town are your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road.
7: And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games, your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor.
0: Um, So, who's doing what watches again? Just remind me. Uh, Me.
4: I'm the first watch.
0: Okay.
2: Well, Steph took my watch and I was supposed to be first, so um, it's probably going to be Steph, then Geryon.
1: Then Lena, then Sai. Then Sai, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. So, um... Velvet, you go into your hut. Sai's getting ready for bed. (laughs) Lena's sketching. (laughs) Bree, you end up taking the first watch. So you guys are very comfortable under this willow tree. Its branches hang low enough that it almost acts as if a roof and shelter around you. It's very... Nice. Lucky that you were teleported right here, Mm -hmm. Um, but Brie, uh, you begin rounding the outside of the willow tree as dusk turns to pure night and the stars begin to glow in the sky, the brightest ones first, and then the dimmer ones following after. And about two hours, I'll say, into your watch, when most of the others have gone to bed, maybe Lena's drooping over her sketchbook, having just fallen asleep, and I have no idea what is up to. Uh, (laughs) Still in the tree, I guess. (laughs) He's
4: he's carving more arrows.
0: Okay, nice. Um, Bree, you hear the chirping of a bird overhead, and you look up and you can't see where the bird is because the sky is dark and it seems to blend in, but very quickly a blue bird swoops down and is flying right in front of you, a small blue bird about a bit larger than your halfling hand. And you recognize this blue bird to be the same blue bird that you saw in Isenport near the beginning of your quest. Attached to the blue bird's foot is a little note.
6: So I'm going to gently, slowly reach out my hand for the bird to land on and try to take the note from it.
0: Yeah, and it does with no problem. It seems very comfortable being around you. It lands right on your hand and you remove the note from its foot. As soon as you remove the note, it gives two little chirps, and you look into its eyes, and it's almost as if you can recognize the eyes of this bird. They seem familiar to you. But before you can really give more thought to it, it flaps its wings and flies away into the night.
6: Okay. Uh, So I'm going to take a look at the note.
0: So you unscroll this tiny note, and it has one message. It says, The queen is not who she appears to be. And under that, there's a dash and the letter V.
6: Oh, wow. Okay, uh, Bree's just going to telepathically say thank you to the bird, and she's going to pocket the note, and is going to just keep a more intense watch on everything.
0: And the rest of your watch passes very smoothly, there's a nice warm summer breeze that gently caresses your face as you round and round this willow tree, and all is well as Giriad realizing it's his turn for his watch, uh, what would you like to do, Giriad? Um, as I watch? Or as I... Um, more as you switch off. Just a moment to talk if you wanted.
4: Oh, okay. Um, I think, uh, Garriott has a lot to think about, so he, he's still just gonna keep still, vigilant and quiet, and keep, uh, to himself.
6: Right before Bree leaves, she's going to turn to Garriott and say, When I was on my watch, I received a note from a bird, and it said that the queen is not who she appears to be. So it might be good if we keep an extra guarded watch tonight as we enter the Fey Wilds.
4: I look at Mimic and I whisper something in his ear, and basically I whisper, um, "Fly as far as you can remember, um, back in like in a in a giant circle, so as big of a radius as you can around here." And I send him off. Thank you, Bree.
0: Thank you, Bree. And Mimic <laughs> flies off.
6: <laughs> Bree nods to Girid and then heads over to where everyone else is to get some sleep.
0: Yeah, so Girid, you stay perched in your tree and Mimic takes flight into the night. And Mimic can actually do quite a big circle around the area. There's nothing really obstructive in the area you're in. Okay. And Mimic is able to keep a pretty good idea of where he needs to fly back to to meet you once again. That's good. So he ends up, he ends up flying for a couple hours, pretty far, he actually makes his way closer to the edge of the Dark Woods and back and in a circle kind of over the water as well, the sea to the east there. And about three hours into your watch, nearing the end of it, he perches on your shoulder and he whispers in your ear saying, Music from the Woods.
4: And, um, I look at him to hint which direction.
0: Um, and he points his beak toward the dark woods.
4: Hmm. Uh-oh. Is everyone going to be upset with me if I do this?
1: <laughs> you do you. <laughs> you do you, Matt.
4: Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in the tent. <laughs> I'm going to pick up velvet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I grab Velvet.
2: Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Velvet says as he gets roused from his so sleep. So I,
4: I, I, I basically carry him outside with me. Do I You're not Gary strength?
2: Orkman. I had a, I had a dream about Gary Orkman, the famed mummer. <laughs> You're not Gary Orkman.
4: <laughs> no, Velvet. I am not Gary Orkman. I am. The, oh, I we am were
2: about to make out too. Fuck.
4: <laughs> we should not make out. <laughs>
2: That's so funny. <laughs>
4: I need you to watch. There is music coming from the dark wood, and I do not trust it. If Mimic does not trust <gasps> it, then I do not trust Velvet
2: it. Velvet starts to clap his hands. He said, Wait, did you say music from the wood?
4: I did say music from the wood, Velvet.
2: Son of a bitch! It's Porter! That motherfucker!
4: <laughs> Who is Porter, and why is his mother a bitch? <laughs>
2: Well, I technically, you know what? Never mind. Um, no, Porter. He's he's my satyr friend. He lives in the forest, and he loves to play music. I learned so many things about music from him. His his uh his sight reading. Is he dangerous? You. Uh, maybe dangerous of blowing your mind because of how fucking good his music is.
4: Then we shall remove him, and then I and I get up and I go to move towards no! the
2: uh. No! <laughs> No, like right right. in front of him and goes, no, 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 Porter is a good satyr. He's a friend. Friend? You can't just go kill him. It's so rude.
4: But Mimic does not trust it.
2: Well, that's because he's kind of not from here, so it's probably just all the magic he has on him. But, but I mean, I like Porter. He's he's cool. He can chug a beer like nobody I've ever met before either. I think it's all the windpipe energy he's got from all the singing and blowing into pipes. Gary continues to
4: stare at Velvet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I'm not getting through here. Don't kill friends. <laughs> I can't believe I have to say this to people in this group. He almost, like, looks at the camera, like, Velvet breaks the fourth wall for a second, <laughs> stares at the camera, like, <laughs> and, like, looks back to carry to, to and he goes, okay, 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 how about this, how about this? Let me go with you.
3: Hmm.
2: At least I'll feel better that you're not going to kill my friend. I walk
4: into the tent, and I go, up. <laughs> I just scream up.
2: To everybody else. Yeah. Were you all sleeping in my hut? Because I thought it would just be oh, by myself. Is oh, yeah. no, no, it, nice. it is
0: just. Oh, okay. yeah.
2: So
1: Girion just foolish. goes in the tent and yells up to no one. Lena <laughs> 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 stirs and goes, be quiet. And she kind of like feels around for a, walk, a rock and just whips it in the direction of like Velvet and Girion.
4: <laughs> There's a threat non-threat coming uh. from the Darkwood. We must go.
1: Oh, uh, wait, a threat non-threat.
2: Oh, my baggy eyes are going to hate me tomorrow.
1: Bree sits up and says, what are you talking about?
4: There's Please a tell
1: man. me this isn't, is it isn't Velvet making shit up, is it?
4: There's a man who blows good wind from the dark. <laughs> we must go there. Mimic says
1: okay. so. Uh, sai's still
5: fast asleep, by the way. Um,
4: <laughs> Sound I'm, sleeper. I'm going to take Velvet and throw throw, <laughs> throw him at <laughs>
3: Yes. Uh-oh. Oh god and, 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 and like in his sleep
5: he says, No velvet, no, I- I'm not Gary Orkman. Go away.
2: <laughs> so you just lob me at her, like or him? Yeah, Did you just I, throw I, me at
4: her? Oh I my just, god. I just okay. legit threw. Her. Yeah.
2: Oh my
5: like god.
4: That.
2: Okay. And he
5: wakes up and he's like looking straight at Velvet. Ah! Listen,
2: <laughs> I was I was I was gnome tossed, and I did not appreciate it.
3: <laughs> A-
2: apparently, Geary wants to go murder my friend. Okay, I'll, I'll fill what? you in. What? Velvet fills in whoever's awake as to okay. uh, Porter and that he at least Velvet thinks that who this person is is his singing satyr friend. That could help us enter the the Feywiles.
1: I mean. I would love to use my axe for the first time, but uh, he's a friend, right? So we're not going to kill him, I just want to be clear.
5: He sounds like you would be very valuable in the Feywild.
1: Okay. Listen,
2: Lena, I get it, we kind of killed your dad, but it was a little bit different, okay? If my friend Porter turns into a giant demon, I give you full permission to chop off his satyr head.
1: Cool, all right, I'm in. Deal? Okay. She starts packing up her stuff and she's like, okay, let's let's uh, I guess we're doing this at night now.
0: Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, God. Now, to be fair, um, if it helps with your decision making, the Darkwoods are a fair bit of distance away. It'll actually take you probably a day to walk there.
1: Oh. Mm. If you guys want to sleep, it's fine. It's basically my watch anyway. I'll take this one. Okay. And Cy goes back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Done. Giriad, <laughs> are, are you are you okay with that, Giriad? We'll just wait a few more hours.
2: Okay. Giriad, I swear, if you throw me again, you are out of my dreams <laughs> and out of my fanfiction with Gary Orkman, okay? What and is when fan I meet fiction? him, I'm totally not gonna get your autograph for you. Okay? I'm going back to bed.
1: Alright, good night, Velvet.
2: Yeah, 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 whatever. I hear he's playing a vampire in his newest uh, actor that he's going to carry around. Oh, I love Gary
0: Orkman. And he goes back to that. <laughs> you know what's sad? I just got the pun.
1: Oh my God, April. <laughs> oh,
0: <that> wow. Better late
1: than never, my friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just a name you pulled out of your ass. I was like, that's funny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
4: Well, I guess I continue my watch. <laughs> Sorry for causing yeah, such. No, that it's, it's <laughs> throws
0: a dynamite, basically. Into this.
2: <laughs> it was fun the rest, of, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the rest of your watch passes uneventfully okay. as it comes to Lena's turn.
4: Okay. So uh, I I get off the tree, and I I go to bed, and um. Yeah, I just like nod and at Lena.
1: Yep, she nods back.
4: Okay, and I um. And I had to um sleepy sleep. Right next to Velvet.
1: Nice.
2: <laughs> oh, Aww. Gary. Oh, Gary. I am not Gary. <laughs> well, I'm Gary. Gary, it's okay. And he just like starts to spoon Gary in
4: his I sleep. I feel
1: like <laughs> I feel like Lena can just hear this from inside the hut. Just like
4: <laughs> He take he he doesn't care. He's just like eh. right. <laughs> And then <laughs> him and Mimic <laughs> and uh, Velvet sleep together.
0: No uh-huh.
5: <laughs> oh, Spooning. I like Kill it. Spoon.
2: Yeah. What, Gary? I'm your favorite musician. Oh, stop it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So on Talita's watch. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, no. Keep role playing that. Keep role playing that. Say, yeah. <laughs> need to...
1: One hour. One hour later. <laughs> Velvet. Um, <laughs>
2: Oh, Merlin Streep! Oh, I'm a big fan of your work too. Oh.
4: Velvet and I and I give him like a, a real hard tap on the
2: head. Hmm. And he opens up and he goes, "For fuck's sakes, Garion! Why do I keep waking up to your face?"
4: You are having nightmares.
2: It's never a nightmare. If Mer- Merlin Streep is there, all right? Who is Merlin? And he just turns, oh, and he goes back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> he throws his pillow like over his face and just like. <laughs> okay. So then,
4: and
0: then Girian just, I guess, goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> butt to butt now. Since well, hold on. There, yeah. we'll fight. Mimic. Mim- <laughs> mim- yeah.
4: Sing, sing velvet a lullaby, so he does not get any more nightmares. Oh no. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> was that was that mimic? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I go to sleep. <laughs>
0: Moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Selena's watch.
1: <laughs> Which will be nowhere near as eventful as what's going on in that tent. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like... uh unless you have anything you want to do, uh, it is going to be an uneventful watch for you. I'm uh, sorry, you know, no, no, no,
1: actually, um I had I had something that she wanted to do anyway, so I'll just do it quickly now. So she's
0: oh perfect. she's
1: uh, she's circling just the the group. And then, after like going around a few times and just reminiscing on that spirit and everything that happened, she kind of breaks away um, out into like the clearing, like out of the willow tree. Uh, keeping, like, an eye on it still, but she just kind of gets farther away from the group, and, um, she puts on her hood, and she whispers, I really hope you're here right now, to herself.
0: You feel the itch, for sure.
1: Um, she goes, I know I I shouldn't doubt you. I, I know that, I know, and I'm sorry to ask you this, but... Are you are you a demon great great grandfather and she just waits and like her heart is pounding i hope you're not i don't i just i don't i I don't trust that spirit i'm sorry but i just have to ask and she's like visibly nervous
0: at first there's no response the itching just is continuously in the back of your head And as you're waiting for the response, you notice the area around you. The sky almost seems to darken and less of the stars are able to poke through. And your shadow cast by the moonlight before you slowly Hmm. stretches a little Mm. longer and a little wider. And you begin to see the shadows of spears and swords growing out of your shadow's body, pierced through it. And with a flutter open, you see two red eyes where your eyes should be in the shadow. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel dangerous towards you.
1: Has she seen this before, Avery? No, right?
0: No. This is the first time you've seen anything like this. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And the shadow then begins to speak to you, saying... I chose you
8: for a reason. You have the most vital role to play. I know. In the future events that are to come.
1: Yes, you told me.
8: I'm not your great, great grandfather.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, shit, Um. she, her heart just drops, and her face just goes white. And. Uh.
8: Your destiny, is inescapable. What? We are bound.
1: All, the, all these years, you—you you, you lied to me.
8: We're both on the
1: run from things. <laughs> okay. And together. Yeah.
8: We're going to reclaim what should be ours.
1: What? ours and she's like starts hyperventilating she's like you, you're not okay <laughs> my child <sighs>
8: there are forces at work that are much greater mm. than you could imagine greater than even I
1: I regret to say <laughs> what, 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 um, what do I even call you you said you were my great great grandfather's name what do I call you
0: and there's a pause for a moment. And with a little more of an echo and gusto to it. And you could swear a cold wind mm-hmm. goes by and brings a shiver and your hair stand on end as it says this.
1: Oh my God, didn't she hear that name? She heard that name before, didn't she?
0: Yes. You all did.
1: Yes, I did. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh. She just stares. I think she's just quiet. And then... (sighs) Why me?
0: A last desperate hope. That's all he says. Tell it. Actually, he continues. Go ahead. He says... (laughs) A
8: last desperate act.
0: Your town...
8: Is closely bound to demonic powers through the shrine that resides beneath it.
1: Mm. I left my family for you. I thought you were family. <sighs>
8: well, we are so much more. Oh. We will be so much more.
1: Why should I tell me? Wh- I oh, God, okay.
8: History will not repeat itself. Jesus. That is not
0: my goal. You,
1: you you want to destroy the shards? No answer. Hmm. Do you, does this fear? Is this, is this the shadow gone too?
0: No, he's still talking to you.
1: Come on, you ha- you you have lied to me for 10 years. If you want me to trust you, you have to tell me something that makes me want to continue on with this.
8: There is a being more powerful than I that must be stopped one bound by the shards. I am not the only demon overlord that you should fear.
1: She starts to calm down after hearing that and she nods and says,
8: Okay. My failure tens of thousands of years ago cannot be the other overlord's success. I refuse.
4: Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> Fine, I mean, I've given up my life this far for you, so. I don't want it to be for nothing.
0: It won't. And the shadow begins to recede, and the red eyes begin to (laughs) dim.
8: (laughs) You are meant for great things, child. You will see.
0: And the night and your shadow returns to normal, and the itch is gone from your head.
1: I feel like she just sits on the ground where she is and just, like, stares at the willow tree and just kind of chills there for the remainder of, of her watch.
0: And yeah, that's fair. <laughs> honestly,
6: I feel like she,
1: I don't know if this is going to give me a point of exhaustion, but I feel like she has so much on her mind now that she she probably wouldn't even get sigh. She just, she can't even sleep. She just, she just does the rest of the watch. Herself.
0: So, the info came out today.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Very thickens.
5: <laughs> yeah, poor Lena. <laughs> uh, I think you got yourself into this, Lena. I did. I totally yeah I mean. It's...
0: <laughs> so. The night continues on inside. You do not receive a wake up, but you are so accustomed to waking up at the early hours of the day to do your limbering and stretches that you wake up of your own accord as the sun is just barely beginning to peek its nose over the horizon.
5: He's, gonna, like, <laughs> cracking his joints <laughs> and stuff. I
0: well, love um, just, just, like, three solid minutes of... Ugh,
5: yeah, uh, right? That's pretty much what he does. I love
3: Scythe.
5: Si. He's 62. Ugh. Give
0: him a break. <laughs> I love Scythe. <Si>. And, uh... <laughs> Because you weren't waking up, though, your watch is rather short-lived, as there's only about an hour left until the others are going to wake up as well. Okay. So is there anything you want to do in this hour you have alone?
5: Yes. After after he stretches, he's kind of wandering around, and uh, he just gets this little uh, impish urge. And she, what he does is he starts um, going around and uh, uses cast pres- prestidigitation, and he creates, like, little smells um, around huh. where people are sleeping. So for, for around Brie um he casts like this this kind of warm baked bread smell to wake her up.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so I she'd love have like a doing pranks. <laughs> <laughs> They're so nice. Size the nicest person.
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh wait Everybody's wait, crowded. there's more. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then uh does does he know where the hut is? Like can does he know oh, how to enter? There's the There's no hut? way
0: you can't know where it is under this willow tree. <laughs> oh,
5: okay, okay, gotcha. So, so he goes, he goes into the hut and and he he, he casts a, the the spell to um, generate like a, a really bad fart smell, and he kind of runs <laughs> out and kind of giggles.
0: <laughs> Poor
4: Giriad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. The the Gary. So I, I don't even know how to react to that, to be honest. Gary, just like... <laughs>
5: well, he's kind of hoping that they, they that each one thinks the other one did it.
4: So what? Giria does and go. He 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 goes. Grandfather. Is that you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he hears Velvet like moan in his sleep, like yes, Leonardo de Capricorn. I would love to go on your barge, and then he wakes up and goes. What? <laughs>
0: That's so good.
4: Fuck. uh, I'm going to give Velvet a nice hard slap on the back. Velvet, it is David.
2: Whoa! Whoa, and he smells. Did you shit your pants?
4: No. It It is the musk of my grandfather. I can tell.
2: Does his spirit often shit his pants? I don't believe so. Whoa. That's fascinating. Okay. Um... I'm going to go now. And (laughs) (laughs) Velvet just walks out of the hut. Uh, And as he walks out, the hut disappears around Girion, so he's just sitting now on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Girion's not
4: quite used to that, so he just kind of looks around, gets up, and acts like (laughs) nothing happened.
6: Bria's gotten up and is stretching, and she can still kind of smell the baked bread smell around her, so she's still smiling as she's stretching. And Sai winks at her. (laughs)
2: Love it. Shall we all take a little bit of a skewer from our f- old friend Elky and take it on the road? <laughs> <laughs> a little elk to go. Yeah, <laughs> we should probably hit the road soon, uh, because we got a mm. long walk over to my buddy Porter. Ooh.
6: hmm Before we go, I should mention, when I was on my watch, I got a note from a bird. It told me that the queen is not who she appears to be.
2: Who, Witch Tatiana? Queen? No, she's Slay Queen. What are you talking about? She's great.
6: <laughs> I don't know which queen, but I th- think we need to be on our guard going into the Feywilds. Here, uh, where's
5: the note? Show, show it to us.
6: She pulls it out and shows it to them, but she holds on to the note.
5: Is there anything about the note that we can see, Avery? Like, can recognize the handwriting, or anything, like a seal on the is, outside of the note, or It anything? is in
0: common, yes. Yes, it's in common, and there's oh. nothing—no seal, very plainly written. None of you recognize the handwriting, except Brie.
6: I look, just look at them, and say, "I know who sent this note, oh. and I trust their information."
1: Well, that's all I need. Shall we get going?
2: Hmm. Yes. Oh, man, I uh. hope it's not Tatiana. She's she was so cool. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Let's go. Ooh, uh, as we oh, are we just all going to walk? Because I have something to say as we're walking. Or should
1: yeah, I wait? Lena's yeah. gonna take the back of the back of the group.
2: Okay, follow me, everyone. Ooh, I love saying that. And Velvet just kind of starts walking forward, so and I- he says. Oh, go for it. Oh, sorry, sorry, go Velvet. ahead. No, no, no,
4: go ahead, Velvet. I interrupted.
2: Okay. Yeah. So as Velvet's walking, he goes, so one thing, my buddy Porter can be a little bit elusive because, well, he's a satyr. That's kind of their thing. But the one thing he cannot, um, the one thing he cannot, it's bait. He, he, he just can't say no to it, is a really good song that's missing one part harmony. He just got to fill it in. So I think that the Velvet and the Kinks should really be a thing for one night only, and we're going to lure Porter with our music. <laughs>
6: I don't oh. sing that oh you don't like have a... to sing we
2: need percussion and you know we need um, we need the kazoo and he looks at Lita and
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lena just straight face doesn't say Savage. anything
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she just doesn't say anything
2: so he goes I think that you know we could and, and you know it could be like like a stomp routine even you can like you know hit some trees with sticks and we, we could really make some music that'll bring Porter to us because it's going to be so long looking for him we might as well just bring him to us Oh, good idea. I am full of good ideas. That's why I'm the band leader. <laughs> Let's go.
4: <laughs> um, I was going to send Mimic ahead um, nice. and above in the sky in case any interruptions mm-hmm. happen on in way of her path, and
2: then Mimic can
4: fly back to us. Great, love it.
2: Mm. Also, Velvet doesn't walk. I just rolled my D8. He's riding a black bear, right? Sorry, he's riding a brown bear
0: right now. Oh, my God, I love it.
1: (laughs) Avery, did you ever think Eric would make this much use out of the rust bag of tricks? (laughs) Right?
0: Honestly, I didn't give any thought to it at all. <laughs> I was just like, have fun. <laughs>
2: it's become like literally the most crucial part of my character. Yeah, it's like an
0: identity. <laughs> yeah. It's like part of his I identity now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. Just picking mm-hmm. stuff up as we go. Um, does anybody else have anything you want to chat about before I just go into a bit of narrative? No? Good.
5: Sai wants to say to Velvet Velvet, you're familiar with Tatiana, right?
2: Uh, I mean, you know, as familiar as one can be with a queen, yeah. Hmm.
5: Would you be able to tell if something was off about her or something wrong? Just, just, just thinking about the note. Just, just worried about, uh, you know, which queen it might be.
2: Avery, could I, could I make a roll for this and and see like how much I remember of Tatiana? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's roll some history. History. Okay, how's oh, my history? history? Not great. Uh, hmm. Oh, that is a. S-
0: I just need to see 16. Okay. <laughs> it's, probably, <laughs> it's probably good you rolled this. Um, so, uh, well, actually, you know, uh, what you remember about her is that she's very passionate. She's very passionate about the Summer Court. She's very passionate about the Fae. Like, she believes she is the she is the mother of all the Fae Wild. she believes she is. And as an extension of that, like, the mother of the Material Plane. Um, She's very hot-headed. She accepts no insults. Um, If she feels betrayed or feels like anyone is attacking her, she sees it as a personal attack on the entirety of the Summer Fae. (laughs) So she is very intense. Okay. As the, as the Summer Queen. Okay, I, I feel like he looks at her and he goes, she's kind of a fan of the
2: carrot and the stick thing. You know, if you're really good, oh boy, it is great. And if you love her, she's fantastic. If you oh. don't, she'll probably cut you up in a little bitty bits. <laughs> I like I've only her. I've seen it happen a few times.
5: Oh. I like her. Well, well then. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> he kind of cringes. <sighs> All right,
1: are we doing this or what?
2: Let's go. I, I thought we were already walking. Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're walking already. He's like, I right, I feel like if if, if just to give every like something for you to like as their workout working out. If he's like, okay, everyone, let's work on our harmonies. Ready? Uh, <laughs> and he's gonna get them to all, all work on their harmonies <laughs> as they walk.
1: I feel like Love. Velvet's the only one singing though, like.
2: Probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Sai would be singing along too. Thanks, okay, Sai.
2: Yeah.
3: No. Yeah.
2: Brie, are
5: you harmonizing like a very with your telepathic voice when he tries to sing up high? Okay, anyway,
2: go on. Gary, you're you're a tenor. I know. I, I've heard you drunkenly sing. You got the pipes. Let's go.
4: I um, do not sing unless I have alcohol, and then Ooh, I sing. He
2: pulls out his his maple liquor. He says, "Don't worry, I got you."
4: <laughs> we are on our travel. Uh, we are on our travels, Velvet. We should
2: be on our wits. So. Oh, I'll give it to you when we're there. Don't worry.
0: Okay. <laughs> Alright. So it takes it takes a full day's journey to reach the Elysian woods by walking. Over the course of the day, as you guys are mostly singing along with Velvet, the weather is fair and travel is safe, and you don't run into any obstacles or hazards, save a brief moment when you're fording a river, when Breed lost her footing and Geary had swam to save her from being carried away by the current. Oh. Good
5: job,
4: Kyrie. You are welcome.
0: Now, the sun is setting once again. As you reach the edge of the thick woods, the sky is an auburn with purple bruises. The shadow of the tree line reaches long and ends just before your toes, creeping closer towards you as the sun continues to wane. The tree line is thick, so much so that little daylight can be seen breaking through its gaps. And before you lays a single, man-made path burrowing through the trunks in a tunnel made of wood, almost. Does okay. this seem familiar to me, Avery?
2: Yeah. Ah, yeah, the good old trunk hole. Love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like I'm back home, everyone. Uh, this is where Velvet emerged and made his presence known to the world. <gasps> this is where I was birthed back into the world, and the
2: world got to hear the dulcet tones of my sexy chords in my larynx. Mm.
4: You were God. birthed from this trunk hole,
2: metaphorically. Yes, I was. I went in, a little gnome named. It doesn't matter what my name was, but I came out velvet smooth cords, the sexiest gnome this side of the summer fay. Anyways, <laughs> shall we go? Let's go. <laughs> Gary kind of,
4: for the first time of his life, looks nervous into this hole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, everyone, I'm very familiar with dark, damp holes. Let's go, bear, come on, Ursa. Okay. And I get my, my bear to
0: like c- c- crawl through.
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> insert bear growl.
1: Lena, as they're walking, Lena whispers to Sai, um, how much you wanna bet we're gonna get lost? How much you bet it? he's gonna get us lost? I bet you a gold piece.
5: Oh, <laughs> well, I wouldn't take that bet. <sighs>
0: You're so good Coconut love
2: You
5: guys enter
0: into the dark woods Nice Immediately when you enter into this trunk made tunnel It gets colder As there's no sunlight going through the branches Or the leaves above you And there's no wind at all And the forest instantly fills your ears With the sounds of various animals, birds Bugs in the trees With their constant whirring and chirping and you begin to make your way through. Um, The path is easy to follow at first, it's very clearly laid out and dirt, but as you continue to go through, and the forest starts to get a little darker as the sun continues to set above the leaves, the path becomes more overgrown with vines and patches of grass, and it seems much less walked the further you go in, to the point where Velvet, I need you to roll survival for me to to continue to stay on the right path.
3: Ooh, okay.
0: Uh, Survival.
2: Not my highest stat. uh, That's a ten.
0: Ten. So... Oh, dear. You... (laughs) As the sun, you mm. think by this point you've probably been walking for about an hour or more into the woods, probably even a couple, and it's getting pretty dark. At one point, <gasps> wait, Velvet, wait,
2: hold on, my 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 keen smell, my bear has a keen smell that gives me um, advantage. Does that mean I can roll again? Oh,
0: mm. or is it you're uh, leading the way specifically, right, not the bear? The same, no. Fuck. Okay. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <dang> it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Velvet, you come. You begin following the path, and then four different paths kind of stretch out from this path, all equally not very walked and very hard to follow. You stop for a moment, and you have no idea which one you need to follow.
1: Hmm. Oh, see, I Hmm. told you, Sai. No, no, it's (laughs) good. I I know exactly
2: where I'm going. Uh...
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay.
2: Hmm meanie meanie
1: okay. catch a oh, no.
2: by the toe. Oh, Okay,
4: do I hear him do this? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I
4: walk straight, yeah, like, very slowly. I walk straight to the front and look right at Velvet, and I do my normal Girriot face. What are you Ooh. doing?
2: I am trying to recall where the appropriate direction of the multiple... Paths to lead us to our destination.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. would this be based off chance or skill?
2: I mean, can't can they both be the same thing? Okay, <laughs> so Gary <laughs> no, gets
4: on the ground. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> is, is there any way I can see some sort of path using my like uh, nature or my like abilities whatsoever? Yeah, roll survival for me. Okay. Oh. Okay, so how does 23 sound?
0: (laughs) So you're looking down at these four paths. Okay. It is so hard to tell which way you think you need to go because realistically you're looking for a path that leads to possibly another realm. Okay. Okay. But you swear that you haven't felt wind this entire time you've been in the forest you can swear you almost feel a the slightest warm summer breeze coming to from the far right path
4: mm-hmm. I feel a draft far right it's warm could be oh. could this could this mean something to you velvet
2: oh honestly you bi- like 2 seconds you beat me i was about to say far left path it's far or Right path, whatever one you said. That's, <laughs> that's the one that I was like, "That's it." And then you ah, uh, you just you beat me to it. But yep, no, I I concur. Yep, mm-hmm, that good sounds job, good. Knowledge.
4: Keep your wits about you. He believes you, and uh, <laughs> and, 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 he <laughs> and he keeps walking. It. And he keeps uh, walking to like
0: <laughs> towards the uh, correct path. Nice. So you guys follow the path to the far right, and. None of you can feel this wind at first But as you continue to walk down the path And it's starting to get very dark in these woods You can almost barely see The body of the person in front of you Four or five feet away And your steps begin to echo more through the woods But you do begin to feel This slight warm breeze And Velvet, you know that's a good sign Because it seems to be a breeze That is some sort of Connection to a faeish realm Like you feel like you're going the right direction Oh yeah, that's the stuff Mmm As you continue to walk, you come into this very small opening in the woods. It is just lit by the moon hanging above, and, Velvet, you feel a great warm presence in this area, and you think this is a strong connection to the Summer Court here. Everyone,
2: I'm getting all the tinglys in all the right places. I think we're getting real close.
5: Ah, Excellent.
2: (laughs) Okay, okay. So, just remember... Everyone remember your, your parts, right? Okay? Yes. We're going to make really good music, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm oh, thinking okay. that we reprise... Uh, mm, hmm, what song should we do? Oh.
1: Hmm. How about we just call out his name?
2: Oh, God. In
1: three-part harmony.
2: Ugh, fine. You know. Oh, fine. Whatever. I'm not in the mood to argue. At least we get to do it in harmony, so I'm happy. Let's go. <laughs> so I guess we just keep going. Yes. Well. Yeah. Let's go where, through. Where does
5: Porter hang out usually? Where 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 is he usually found?
2: Uh. Well, that's the thing. Is is he, He's kind of a. He's a vagabond. He likes Kinda to kind of everywhere. So I think that we should just do this here. Let's give a mighty song.
1: Lena immediately yells before he can say anything else. Yo, Porter! Yo,
2: Porter! Velvet,
1: you yell, Yo, yo, Porter! I don't know why I said Yo, but I guess that's what happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What ho, Porter! Order. So, so just to be clear about what's happening, you guys are trying to sing like together. Yeah. To, I'm Lina's not. we We're gonna
2: try to harmonize. Just Lena's like when yell, when Lena yells shit out, we'll just like sing it.
0: <laughs> okay, Lena, roll performance for me. Oh God. <laughs> and Velvet, roll performance for Hell me. yeah, Velvet
2: pulls oh, on his no. lyric.
1: Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> hey, and... hey, ready, ready for this? That's a one. Oh, <laughs> That's no. a two oh. minus one. Um, That's a dirty 20 for me. (laughs) Lena's voice just cracks midway through.
0: (laughs) So you guys do a musical performance, if you could call it that. Um, Velvet, you're clearly like on, you're playing your lute, you're singing beautifully, but the people accompanying you are just really not pulling their weight whatsoever. (laughs) And rather (laughs) defying the music that you're playing. Um, and you finish your song and the forest falls silent and the summer warmth you feel in this area actually goes away
2: Uh-oh.
0: and it starts to get a little chilly. Oh, oh no,
2: we were so bad. Lena, you literally <laughs> destroyed all things warm. Did I
1: just destroy
2: summer? <laughs> your voice is, it is, gone? Summer is literally icy death. That's I mean, what your voice is.
1: I don't mind winter, but yeah, I guess it's not great, right?
2: No, it's not. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, um, Avery, is is there at least a, like, is there anywhere that we can, like, is, is there a clear path or is it just kind of at this point, it's just brush surrounding us?
0: There is a path that leads away. Hmm. It continues into the woods.
2: Okay, so here's what I think I'm going to do. Uh, Lena, no offense, but you're barred from making any sort of m- m- vocal noise. You can play the triangle. Oh. I pull out, like, a tiny, like, metal <laughs> piece that she just gets <laughs> to whack theme. every few seconds.
1: Oh, Carla's so happy, but <laughs> Lena's like, I, yeah, this is better than singing, <laughs> yeah. so I, you, I you will do, do it. That. I will do it. Okay. Sai? Fine.
2: Sai, can you, yes. can, you, can you can you have my back for the harmonies? Sure can. Awesome. And I look at Giri and I pull out my maple liqueur and I say, Girion, we could use a third voice. Make a great trio. <laughs>
4: Will this help?
2: <sighs> I think it will, since Lena literally brought on winter. So I think we gotta try go on, extra hard this time. Us.
4: He looks at the group. He kind of like looks down at the ground with slight shame. Grabs the bottle and starts chugging it. Hey,
2: Geary, you Okay. Yes, I used my cantrip, dancing lights. So now we're. It's gonna be like dancing lights around us. Nice. And I go. Okay, everyone. We're gonna do. Um, the Queen's in My Bungalow. That's that's my uh, one of my favorite songs. So yes. let's go. Now, I think we're just going to sing this time as we walk. Uh, okay. So we can kind of cover more area. Mm. So Velvet's going to take the first,
0: like, you know, a one, two. I have a queen in my bungalow. And There's a queen. right in the moment that you say a one, two, I got a queen. Um. <laughs> so just to set the scene for a second, oh, no. Gary, you just downed a bottle of very <laughs> intense. <laughs> yeah. What it, do you remember? What I had you? Did you take a drink of this before, Velvet? Um, no, this one is the remember. maple liqueur that I hadn't drank yet. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I had the poison and then the maple. So, uh, Gary, can you make a Constitution saving throw for me? I can,
4: and um, I get advantage on it because of my dwarf features. And beautiful, I'm also resistant to it because of my ranger. But well, doesn't matter. I'll just do the advantage. Uh, <laughs> um, here we go. Con as well. So, plus that. One second, everybody. 22. Hey. Okay.
0: You are not shit-faced. <laughs> you managed to uh... maintain your sobriety. But, Lena, on the other hand, uh, you do have that one point of exhaustion from staying up all night after mm-hmm. your watch had completed. So, just to go over what that means, you'll have disadvantage on ability checks. So, not your attack rolls, yep. nothing like that, just ability checks.
1: Perfect. Um,
0: but, velvet in that moment a one a two there's a queen (laughs) instantly you get ambushed by these three beings that come out of the three sides and the coldness in the area like really erupts and it feels almost frigid and they take like a surprise round of attacks against you guys as they come out with these with these long sharp-handed claws and if we were if this was happening in slow motion they jump out and what you guys see is there are these creatures that are medium sized and they're very skeletal with their bluish grayish skin very tight to their bones um, they're, they're very much splotches of like grey to darker grey they're wearing this blue metal armor and they're bald headed with these big whitish yellow luminescent eyes that cast dim cones of light they all jump out at you guys from separate directions taking a surprise round of attacks against you guys so Velvet no. Lena because you were performing horribly and <laughs> and Giriad um, what are your ACs Mine um, is seventeen. Mine
1: is twelve. <laughs> Fourteen.
0: Okay. I have no armor. So, on an ambush round, they actually get advantage. These creatures, so Fuck. they're going to be hitting all of you guys. And I need everybody to roll initiative for me. Whoa. Ah. Bring your players to exciting fantasy worlds with Sword Coast Soundscapes. With over 100 different D&D Soundscapes on YouTube, Sword Coast has ambient tracks for any setting from coast to coast, some of which you can hear in this podcast. If you're loving the music you hear in this campaign, then consider supporting Will Savino on his Patreon, d 20 where he is constantly dropping new music to elevate your tabletop games. Just go to www.patreon.com and search Music D20. After choosing a patron tier, you'll get access to hundreds of tracks thoughtfully composed for your adventure role-playing games.
7: Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons and Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad, Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheatre.com. Talltale Theatre Collective. Grow with us.